0: Matt Will. No L's, just 7's. <laughs> this is the Blitz, licking they lips. Twitter with this, minimal risk. Infinity ships, ribbon off rib. Quick in a hits, first on the list is Matt Will. Going crazy on the daily, dropping facts like a shower in the world of raining entertainment. Yeah, another day, another pod. All these thoughts are be emphasized, so I had to ask him what he got. Said he got a lot, said he got a lot of work. Got a lot of shits, and it's time for the Daily Blitz. Good morning, everybody, on this lovely Tuesday morning, November 9th, and welcome back to the Daily Blitz Football Podcast. It's your co-host, Goose, in Maverick's chair. Follow me up at John Legaza, L-A-G-H-E-Z-Z-A, or just type in NFL Moving Averages into the Blue Bird Twitter Machine. Our regular host, Maverick, Matt Williams. Not with us today, but he will be here in heart and mind. Make sure to shoot him a follow at M-A-T-T-W-I-7-7-I. I-A-M-S. Really appreciate the ability to have the platform to bring this to you every single day for all our newbies up on board. I do see the unique listener stat kind of popping. So thank you for picking up what we're putting down. Every Monday, we're looking back at Sunday's action at the bets, DFS plays, lineups, props, the whole nine, how we did, a recap plus a look at Monday Night Football. That was yesterday on to Tuesday. I go through all 32 teams, injury reports, and then we circle back for waiver wire ads at every single single position on Wednesday we're doing a first look for the betting board Thursday sniff at injury updates little bit of DFS and the Thursday night football preview and that brings us to Friday the big show make sure you set some time aside get the earbuds ready go mow the lawn or do some errands while you consume like 90 minutes of pure information deep diving nuanced stats advanced next-gen stuff plus strategy you know I bring professional handicapping stuff that most People have to pay for giving it to you for free. If it's for free, it's for me. So without any further ado, let's dive into the injury report starting at the top of the board. Arizona Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins, with the hamstring considered day-to-day after missing the game on Sunday. His status is up in the air. Gotta keep an eye on that. They also lost a guard in Max Garcia with an Achilles. Anytime you lose somebody on the line, that's certainly something that we have to circle. Kyler Murray with the ankle didn't play. I think they were getting him ready for next week it's still up in the air and AJ Green he was sick it was COVID-19 list I don't think he was symptomatic so I think he should be back so a few moving pieces here on Arizona keep an eye on that team next Atlanta Falcons I'm not sure there's really anything of note here besides Calvin Ridley he's still out taking care of some mental issues Calvin Ridley get yourself right and then come on back and show us what kind of boss you are Baltimore Ravens Sammy Watkins was out but he was limited at practice I do expect him to see him next week Marquise Brown was listed as limited in practice but no big deal he should be fine gotta keep an eye on Lat Murray who missed the game with an ankle he was a non participant not a good look for the upcoming week again we'll keep an eye on that Raven backfield Buffalo Bills Dawson Knox has resumed practicing that was last week he didn't play he should be on track I think for this next upcoming context Buffalo definitely misses him after losing to Jacksonville Zach Moore left the game against Jacksonville um, it was a concussion so he got put into the protocol with an early exit in that loss you have to keep an eye on that a lot of times guys can bounce back after the concussion but practice will be important to see if he takes any kind of contact Carolina had Sam Donald listed as day-to-day not sure it even matters he did an MRI on the right shoulder the bottom has fallen out for Carolina I'm not even sure if you want him out there healthy and if you don't if you want to go with Walker the fate of D.J more hangs in the balance not sure it could be any worse with anybody other than Donald Bears who played last night a lot of that stuff really just rolling in there's not much for the Bears I don't think they had any major injuries you know Khalil Mack was out I'm expecting him back soon Damian Williams was out probably just the same though that backfield in Chicago has gotten extremely crowded with Singletary back he got all the looks and Herbert looks great out there so I'm not really worried about Damian Williams I I thought he was a good trade candidate Cincinnati Bengals, i really got nothing of note always a good thing cleveland Bengals. now everything looks pretty good the Bengals, of course keeping our eye on kareem hunt who got put on the injured reserve so i guess we won't see him for a little while other than that they're looking pretty strong to america's team those dallas cowboys michael gallup is expected to practice fully on wednesday and should be activated in front of the game and falcons wonder if you can guess where one of my big ads will be blake jarwin the backup tight end is on the injured reserve um i think Other than that, oh, and Tyron Smith, offensive tackle, listed out. We're going to have to keep an eye on that news going forward. Denver Broncos, right? The big one, Noah Fant, is close to clearing the COVID-19 protocols. I think you'll see him back. Say goodbye to those Albert O shares. Detroit Lions lost Jamal Williams before the last game. He's listed as questionable. I don't remember seeing too many details there. I do think he'll be out. And of course, we know Cephas has been missing forever on the injured reserve. Nothing else new for the Lions to the Packers who I believe will get Aaron Rodgers back after whatever that was last week and then David Bakhtiari the offensive tackle on Monday the expectation is that he will be activated before the deadline on Wednesday unsure if he'll play Sunday of course those offensive tackles not something everyone covers is ever important especially with you know trying to protect a guy like Aaron Rodgers over to the Texans let's see my early week one tight end pick Farrell Brown still out really nothing going on for Houston it's been a total disaster disaster for them man who would have thought with Tyrod back and Tua out Houston would get handled that way what a disgusting game display they put on Indianapolis Colts T.Y. Hilton missed that last game he is just still listed as out with no updates Xavier Rhodes the cornerback he's considered day to day I do think we will see him in the next matchup and we know Paris Campbell out for good Jacksonville Jaguars have the quarterback Trevor Lawrence is expected to play with the ankle injury apparently it was not too serious James Robinson who was out has no updates really unsure how that's gonna go he is a key cog and probably another place we'll be looking for waiver wire adds DJ Chark of course out for the season really sad to see that Kansas City Chiefs really nothing new of note they lost Remmers on the offensive side and Saunders on the defensive side of the line other than that really no key pieces uh wanted to circle something for the Fresh Prince Clyde Edwards Lair coach Andy Reid said on friday he's closer to a potential return from ir but added we'll have to see how time handles it in the next couple of weeks so coming down the stretch you may want to keep an eye on him if he's been dropped las vegas raiders really nothing of note here we can move it on to the chargers same thing you know justin jackson was out really nothing of note to the rams matthew stafford has the q tag already at his ankle in the loss to the titans didn't really seem too too serious we'll have to keep an eye on that and new addition von miller is day-to-day with that ankle ahead of the week 10 matchup against the 49ers would not be shocked if we see him but you can't really bank on it Rams could use him after the L Miami Dolphins lost Tua with the finger as a late scratch really threw my entire DFS world on its head he's listed as limited on the practice report Monday so if you're limited on Monday it's probably a decent guess to think we'll see you Sunday William Fuller with the finger also will not be activated ahead of the game on Thursday you could forget about him for now it's been a really rough go for fuller and Devonte parker hit the ir with the hamstring yikes on to the vikings they have a lot of injuries but they're all in the defense you know that's Connolly, the linebacker hit the covid 19 list pierce defensive tackle he's out breland listen is questionable with the groin and Danielle hunter defensive end with the pectoral hit the injured reserve they've been really banged up on defense same for patrick peterson Yeah, vikings really hurting on defensive place you're going to want to be looking you know for overs and dfs play going forward to the Patriots Damian Harris is carrying a Q tag forced out of Sunday's game with a head injury got to keep an eye on that same for Ramondre Stevenson carrying the Q tag after exiting the game due to a head injury no other further details so just really worth monitoring they did get Jonu Smith back New Orleans scene really nothing there going on we know they had the QB problems Winston on the IR Michael Thomas out for the year New York Giants have had tons of problems with injuries and then COVID Saquon Barkley will take part in drills on Tuesday that's today and Wednesday tomorrow to gauge where he'll be playing if you see him getting practices those two days he probably will get out there Sterling Shepard just has the out tag no new updates got to keep an eye on that Devontae Booker who we were all over fell one yard short of the bonus down plays the hip injury he suffered in the win over the Raiders so he's trying to put himself on track to play Dante Pettis the kind of one hit wonder there that week on injured reserve Giants man gotta get those pieces back it's a rough go they need everybody going on to my JETS 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 Mike White the hint is with the forearm he will make the third straight start week 10 against the Bills Tevin Coleman out Corey Davis out but Davis with the hip expected to return on Sunday they're going to take some more time with Zach Wilson Philadelphia Eagles uh let's see really not much there we know Sanders on the injured reserve with the ankle Darius Slay suffered a hamstring injury got to keep an eye on that Pittsburgh Steelers last night Claypool suffers an undisclosed injury during the game he finished the game three for 30 but is carrying the Q tag have to absolutely keep an eye on Claypool we know there's some passing volume to be there if he's out San Francisco 49ers uh, had another pretty decent injury in the secondary they actually lost to Moore more with the Achilles small chance of returning the season and Tavon Wilson with the foot gonna miss some time the quote is likely to land on the IR according to ESPN San Francisco 49ers things falling apart there and could be another point of focus Focus for our waiver wire ads, we'll see where you're going with that in a little bit. Chris Carson's in line to return to practice, so I think you might be able to cue him up. Run game there has been a disaster without him. Everything there has been a disaster without Russell the Muscle Wilson with the finger, participated in Monday's practice, threw the ball all over the place. That's the quote from Pete Carroll. He is on track to play. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown, still wearing that ankle boot, probably makes him pretty doubtful more so than the Q tag he's carrying. Rob Gronkowski on Monday, they said he's not sure with the back if he'll be available against Washington not a great way to start off the week as far as news goes Tennessee Titans you know they're missing Kendall Lamb offensive tackle Greg Maben in the secondary Nate Davis on the offensive line they've suffered for some injuries as well and of course King Henry who underwent foot surgery last week is hoping to return some point in the season I am not too hopeful on that last team it's the Washington football team Logan Thomas tested the hamstring yesterday gotta keep an eye on that we know how much they love to use the tight end Diami Brown still carrying the Q tag was seemingly forever Montez Sweat defensive end doubtful he's got the fractured jaw gotta keep an eye on that so that's all 32 teams like I said I'm doing the injury report so you don't have to without any further ado everyone let's dive into the waiver wire ads which are generally subsequent moves from the injury room last week felt a little scrambled I think I was all over the place so that's why I wanted to do a separate segment we'll just go position by position really quick of course listen the cabinets mostly are going to be bare let's start at the quarterback position Carson Wentz has been looking better as of late you know three touchdowns last week he's not really you know the kind of blow the top off quarterback that you generally might be looking for to win fantasy leagues but if you're looking for bye week replacement you could probably do a little bit worse you know we did go for 400 against Baltimore other than that it's been really lackluster though we have had three touchdowns actually in each of the last two weeks after that somebody that I've been playing in DFS spotty and getting my bets behind is Matt Ryan people sold out on the Falcons early on three of his last four games he's thrown for at least 336 yards I'd probably go with Ryan over Wentz though of course quarterback matchups are very heavily dependent on the matchup maybe last up this one's a bit of a stretch but if you want to get ahead of having to really overextend use all your fab cash it would be Trey Lance the 49ers are starting to fall apart a little bit and we know they just may want to get him some run and if he does he'll provide the running upside that's oh so important in fantasy play let's get over to the running backs again we mentioned injuries Zach Moss injured for the Bills could possibly open up the door for Devin Singletary again there was a reason no one was all over these guys before the injury we had our questions not only about talent but also about opportunity remove the opportunity hurdle and you may have to get behind Devin Singletary for the Bills it's really really bare out there I know some people are going to Devonte freeman for baltimore i believe he dominated the work share there yeah 15 touches to lev bells 11 but freeman is the pass catching back he caught two balls and a touchdown he is extremely dusty some people are going over to philadelphia for jordan howard that one is a really tough go for me as well he did have 17 carries last week really a shock not sure exactly what's going on there but again i, I we saw opportunities i don't know if that's enough three touchdowns the last two weeks that doesn't feel repeatable to me I'm still worried about Boston Scott he's had at least 10 carries each of the last two games and Kenneth Gainwell is lingering there in case the game script gets away really can't expect Jordan Howard he's not going to catch any balls whatsoever so you could see where these you know cabinet pull waiver ads really get you in trouble some people are on Naheem Hines for the Colts because you know he can catch passes Mark Ingram for the Saints they brought him in behind Kamara I don't really see the upside with either one of those some people going with Ramondre Stevenson for the patriots but you know he did leave hurt he might be worth the add in case there's something wrong with harris and harris can't go back if you have open waiver wires you gotta add stevenson if he's out there just in case also ty johnson probably worth a look the touches have been building a bit they've shown when they fall behind they will go to him in the past game he's had 13 catches in the last three games hard to complain about that again people don't get mad at me there really aren't many gems out there at the running back position let's dive into wide out. I mentioned Michael Gallup coming back for the Cowboys if he is still available I think you really got to jump on that we know there are a lot of mouths to feed the Cowboys have hiccuped a bit most recently against the Broncos but the potential for the ceiling is there remember things do not always move in a linear fashion I generally like to look at team and player action as a sine wave looping up then looping down making our moves with our perceived trends to me the Cowboys are really good so I'm always going to look to buy low on them next up can't believe that my boy Rashad Bateman is not universally owned for the Ravens but I am all over that in particular when Sammy Watkins is down when Watkins is on the field it may be a touch of a usage issue but you cross that bridge when you get there Bateman had five catches for 52 last week against the Vikings could have been a bit more he was targeted a few more times he just didn't connect but he's clearly a focal point of the offense next up last week i did mention brandon Ayuk. i can't take the credit for saying i thought he was going to go and have the big game that he did but we were seeing the usage kind of pop up when you're seeing the snap share get to those real deal starter levels then you bust out my wide receiver triple slash if you're unfamiliar that's target and air percentage is an a dot right you're looking for plus 20 targets plus 24 air and a double digit a dot brandon iuk has a 12 and a half target share not great but it has improved as of late 15 percent air yards not great has improved to the 8 the A. dot getting up near 10 so he's somebody that you might be able to look to again I don't think you're going to get 689 and 1 every week but the 49er defense has been falling apart they're allowing a ton of points 30 points or more 2 of the last 3 and yes they have some QB issues as well but we want to play for the back half of the season you can't always just be looking at the week ahead you want to keep the head on a swivel and the eyes downfield. so I think that there is some potential for the 49ers to be gotten cheap at the skill positions looking at Lance and Ayuk where they'll be really expensive if they start to get featured roles. Also, one more note for that. Whenever a new quarterback is brought in, we don't know where the chemistry is going to be, where the continuity is going to be, where those targets are going to go. It's very easy to say, oh, they stay with the number one wideout. Doesn't always work that way. So there's a couple of wide receivers out there that I think you could maybe take a look at. Last guy, how did I forget, is Donovan Peoples-Jones with Beckham leaving. You got to make sure Peoples-Jones is owned everywhere. It's not a massive amount of targets. Targets, but they will be looking to him deep. We saw him connect on a beautiful ball from Baker Mayfield. Not sure I'd be saying that again this season. Last but not least, tight ends. You know, I love my fellow big dudes. This one is pretty obvious. The tight end position has actually given us a few gems. You got Dan Arnold on the Jaguars. If he's still out there, you gotta do these. You know, he let his team in targets in week nine. What else could you ask for? And if he's gonna get, you know, 50, 60 yards, four, five, six looks every single game he's playing, you gotta get with it topping double digit fantasy points three of the last last four weeks not sure what else you could ask for and my personal favorite my dfs play from last week at the tight end position has been tyler conklin he's not getting any love it seems from the fantasy community it seems to be available everywhere he has five catches in each of the last two games again what else could you ask for but a tight end getting to the double digit mark without the touchdown if he happens to get the big body into the end zone you're talking about a te1 though the nine or ten points is getting every week is going to make him a tight end one regardless if not Maybe it's CJ Uzama. But I have to admit, if you check the game long, he's only been really effective against teams that totally struggle against the tight end. So he's really a matchup play. So there you go, people. That's the injury report and the waiver wire ads from the Daily Blitz football pod. Oh, man, I almost forgot. Very, very, very last thing. Before we get out of here, what kind of professional handicapper would I be if I was not absolutely 1,000% transparent? We did drop the prop play from yesterday. Sorry, people. Yeah, Mooney over 35 catches didn't get there bears didn't do anything the first half he almost got there in the second half three for 41 you know you win some you lose some bears money line didn't come through but that plus seven was good so thank you for picking up what we're putting down remember follow me john legeza on twitter and my buddy matt williams on twitter as well follow the show handle at daily blitz pod please rate review subscribe i hate to beg it's not my style i am the type to get up and do work on my own without being told i don't like to need help from anyone but everybody needs somebody sometimes and that's me asking you please i get up very early prep really hard work even harder to get this out every day it doesn't cost you a dime take you about 10 or 15 seconds to rate and review give us a thumbs up so thanks everybody for sticking around enjoy the games enjoy the day and when you're done with the book enjoy that pay people Peace.